This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome back to another edition of The Drop Podcast. As always, I am your host, Lance Descott. In this episode, we're going to be going over the Blues-Bruins game. This was a grudge match kind of a game for the Bruins. It really wasn't that for the Blues. I think the Blues were just looking at this as playing the team that they beat in the Stanley Cup. The Bruins and their fans were looking at this as some kind of payback to make them feel better about their loss because they felt that they were destined to win the Cup and the Blues just took that dream away from them. In fact, Brad Marchand was quoted saying that, They took our dream from us. Well, they had dreams too, buddy. And they just worked harder than your team did. And they scored more than your team did. And they won. But before we go into this game, I want to talk about Vladimir Tarasenko's injury. I think the Blues are poo-pooing this a little bit. I think it's much more serious than they are leading on. I think when they say they're going to reevaluate him on Monday, that we're going to get some bad news. And I think it's either going to be a pulled side back muscle or it's going to be something like his shoulder. Uh, Because when you watch him get turned, his shoulder gets twisted. I don't know if his shoulder was ever healthy after hurting it a couple years ago. Because off and on, when he gets hit on that shoulder or on that side, he winces in pain. Now, I'm hoping that's not what it is. Because if that's what it is, he could be out four to six months. So we'll just have to wait and see till Monday. That's about 24 hours from now, I guess. And hopefully we'll hear that he's going to be back, but I just don't think so. I think this is something very serious. Now let's go ahead and get into this Bruins game. The Blues had a pretty good first period. In fact, they had a pretty good game. To me, it wasn't a great game. After the game, people were saying it was a very sound, solid game. No, it wasn't a sound, solid game. You got four power plays you gave the Bruins. And they have a very, very good power play. Also, you gave up an odd man rush. And those are the type of mistakes that kill you. You can play pretty damn good in the game. But if you make mistakes and give up too many penalties, you're going to lose. Boston would get a goal right around the 15-minute mark from David Pasternak to give them a one to nothing lead in the first. Long now for Marshawn. Marshawn got it to the back. Krug walked it on. Pasternak and right. Well, David Pasternak keeps the party going. The one-timer, and he can do it as well as anybody from the left-wing circle. Here, Marshan gathers it in back to Krug at the point, and he just lays in a juicy pass. Bertuzzo tries to block it. Bennington doesn't pick it up very easily, and the Bruins' power play, already red hot, continues to be so. Well, and for Pasternak, he said it in the pregame. I mean, when you're hot, you're hot, and sometimes the puck... This seems to find those holes. This is one that Bennington would like to have back. Krug has a puck, gets it to Pasternak. He takes a real quick shot, hits Bennington. Bennington should have had it. This goal is on Jordan Bennington. Yeah, the penalty was stupid to take, but Jordan Bennington knows this goal is his fault because he should have had it. And Boston goes up one to nothing. That goal by Pasternak would be his 11th of the year. And I know we've talked about how hot Braden Shin is. 
but David Pasternak has been even hotter. Krug gets his seventh assist. Marshawn gets his 10th assist. Power play goal, 14 minutes, 59 seconds in. Boston is up one to nothing. Now the Blues did have a few opportunities. I don't think they were great opportunities, however, in the first period. In my mind, in this whole game, they did not really challenge Tuka Rask. A lot of the shots were right on him. A lot of the shots were shots that he was able to see. And when shots are right on you and you're able to see a lot of them and you've got protection in front of you and people are blocking shots, I'm not going to say it's easy for a goaltender, but it's much easier. The Blues are still in this game. Although the penalty was a bad penalty to take and Jordan Bennington should have had that puck, they're only down by one goal. They just need to get back into the game. Well, they did not do that, and Anders Bjork would get his first goal of the season. Second period, 9 minutes, 31 seconds in. Boston is up 2 to nothing. Everybody takes a piece of everybody else. Carried back in by Bjork. Get him on the grid. Look to Bjork. You said it, Doc. Lots of contact down in the Bruins, and too many Blues get caught up ice, and a 3-on-2 develops. Good passing play, and Bjork does what he's supposed to do with an opportunity on the feet from Greslick, who tees him up very nicely there. Thought that might have been redirected. I don't know if you saw it that way, Bruce. Well, I, I, I'm not really sure if it just maybe caught it off the top of his stick or not. Greslick with a great pass on that three-on-two odd man rush. Gets it to Bjork. Bjork does do exactly what he's supposed to do. Gets rid of it quickly. Jordan Bennington can't get over in time. It goes over his glove high. And Boston is up two to nothing. Mistakes kill you. The reason this was an odd man rush, there were three players in the Blues offensive zone on one side of the ice, and two of them went to hit one man, which accounted for that three on two breakout. As I stated, that goal by Bjork would be his first of the year. Grizzlick gets his second assist. Heinen gets his first assist, nine minutes, 31 seconds into the second. The Blues are down two to nothing, but you know, they're not that far out of this game. Boston would outshoot the Blues 9-7 in the second period. Going into the third period, I thought the Blues had some decent chances against Rask, but again, I don't think there was any great chances against Rask. Maybe two or three in that third period, maybe a couple sprinkled throughout the first and second period. Boston was playing pretty good defense, and the Blues were making mistakes, which allowed Boston to get their goals. The Blues would actually outshoot Boston in the third period, but the only goal that would be scored was an empty net goal by Brandon Carlo at 19 minutes, 11 seconds into the third period. And the Blues lose this one three to nothing. Stats of the game, the Blues outshot Boston 26 to 24. But as I said, I thought Boston had much better opportunities than the Blues. The Blues won the faceoff battle 60% to 40%. Blues were 0 for 4 on the power play. Boston was 1 for 4. The Blues out hit Boston 27 to 22. The Bruins outblocked the Blues 11 to 8, and giveaways were even at 9 each. Let's head to the post game interviews where we're going to hear from Oscar Sunquist, Justin Falk, and of course, Coach Craig Berube on a hard fought game, but still a loss. Bad, bad puck placement tonight. Uh, kind, of, kind of didn't give her a chance to get an R4 check, and, and, uh, and I think when, when we got it, we didn't go, we didn't go low to high enough and let her demon shoot it. Uh, uh, but one of those games that we, that we just have to have to forget and, and luckily it's, uh, it's another game tomorrow. You like you guys never got into rhythm out there? Uh, I mean, I think a couple of times there in the second period we had a, we had a, we had a time where, we, where I think we, we had them hemmed in for a while and, and uh, 
our, our, I think our power play was good. Just couldn't 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 score tonight. Uh, so I mean, if they if they score, we got a we got a completely different game. So uh, we just need to keep keep working what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks and and uh, make sure we do play our game tomorrow. You're usually a pretty disciplined guy. A couple of penalties. Did you feel like there were calls? Or you feel like you're in the wrong there? Uh, I mean, first one I, I kind of get stuck under the skate, uh, and and the second one I. Uh, kind of get tangled up when we, we both go into the boards, uh, and luckily his, his head is low and, and kind of kind of gets a boarding call. Uh, but it's two two penalties in the offensive zone that can't happen, and, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna learn from my mistake and, and uh, make sure to be to be uh, more disciplined uh, uh, from now on. We didn't necessarily play that well in the second period. I don't think we we made their their transition game pretty easy. Um, uh, didn't get enough uh, ozone time out of that, and uh, I don't know. We had we had power plays, and, and they won the special teams battle. You look at box score at every game or at the end of games, and whoever wins the special team battle more times than not is going to come out on top. But um, it was just tough. We we didn't. Uh, I don't think we played well enough there in the second to, to kind of keep momentum. The first wasn't too bad, but second was tough for us. You had the one power play where it seemed like you had so much sustained zone time, but just. We're having trouble getting pucks at the net. Is, is that one of those that was kind of frustrating too? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, well, that was a long one. We, were, we probably had him in the zone there for about a minute 50. Uh, I mean, it, it's going to happen like that, and, and you take the momentum. I think there's there's good that can come from having chances and keeping zone time and, and not breaking the puck out every time. Even if you don't score, you can kind of kind of build off that and try and get a game. Obviously, we were in the position where it would have been nice to score and, and, and kind of get one back there, but um, that's just something that uh, we need to be better at, too. Their power play has been so effective. What, what makes it so dangerous? They're all in sync. I don't know. I think all five guys that are out there are, are uh, clicking on the same page. It's, and they're, not, they're not doing the same thing every time. They're pretty random, and uh, they seem to be be uh, moving the puck pretty well, and uh, they've been doing that for a while. And uh, obviously, all last year their their power play is pretty good, and it looks like it has been this year. So um, they're doing something right, I guess. They get they ended up getting another one. We had looks, you know, we didn't capitalize on them, and there just wasn't many looks either way. I mean, it's just tight tight hockey all around. So overall, were you pretty glad with the way you played? Well, I mean, so. we could play better, uh, you know, but. I don't like our, you know, our second period was uh, not, not, not very good. Like, I don't know, just a little bit sloppy with the puck and stuff. But I thought we had a good first period, and I thought we had a good third period. That's what Sunfist was mentioning as far as you know, sloppy with the puck. Is it more neutral zone, offensive neutral zone? zone stuff more? And, you know, just in the offensive zone, I didn't think that we gain, we um, we uh, had enough possession time down there. You know, it's it was uh, you know it was a pretty heavy game and. They did a good job of getting numbers on the puck in, in uh, their D zone, and uh, we didn't we didn't keep the puck enough there. You had the one power play there in the second period where you had so much zone time, and to not come away with anything there was that kind of a chance. To well, yeah, some they, you know, the power play had some good looks tonight and didn't capitalize. You know, it'd be nice. If, you know, it would have been probably a different game if uh, they did. The last couple of games, the second period has been better, but that is that it's been kind of the trouble period for you. This at season? times it can be, yeah. Uh, this year at times it's been, you know, a tough period. You're trying to, you know, make uh, make out without Tarasenko being out there. You tried Sunquist, you tried a few guys. Just what do you think about filling that hole tonight? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like Sonny uh, played there most of the game, and they had some opportunities. Uh, might have, you know, 
thought they were fine. Like I said, it was a tight checking game. We got down 2 nothing in the third, and I started moving guys around a little bit, looking for some offense. Craig Berube is definitely right. The second period was a very sloppy period for the Blues. If they play just 20% better and they don't allow that odd man rush out, we could be seeing a totally different third period. They'd only be down one to nothing. Mistakes killed the Blues in this game. The odd man rush, the power play opportunity where Pasternak got his goal, where Bennington should have made the save. It was just a mistake type of game that cost the Blues. As I said, people are saying the Blues played a very sound game, a solid game. I don't think it was a solid, sound game. When you make mistakes that cost you the game, that's not a sound game. A sound game is when you play your best, you're mistake-free or mostly mistake-free, and another team just beats you because of their sure will. And I don't think that was this type of game. The Blues beat themselves in this game. They got another quick game coming up in a couple hours here on Sunday against the Red Wings. I think Jake Allen's going to be in net. And hopefully they can get back in the win column against the Red Wings. Detroit has really had all kinds of issues. In my mind, they're not a very good team. They do have some talent, but they are not talented enough to where they can consistently win in the NHL quite yet. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.